0: Welcome to the show where three friends rate, debate, and investigate the films you'll love to see and hate to see. This is You'll Love to See It. Welcome back. Uh we already started the conversation a bit, but uh you know, you're with the same as usual, Zach, Caleb, and Eric. Uh Eric is joined by someone from the movie Nest. I don't know her name, the actress. Put some respect on her name. Oh my god. What's her name? What's her name? I'm bad with names, you know this. I'm a film student. I'm bad with names. Miss Karalisha Kunakis. All right. I'm uh behind me, you see a a royal battle. Um, this is actually the movie, uh, the Last Duel, uh, coming out in a few months. So, uh, and then, oh my God, our hair is matching. Caleb is, <laughs> Caleb's at, I,
1: you know, of the,
0: yeah, parting of the Red, Red sea. sea. Yeah, can I ask you a question? Oh boy, I don't like. I don't mean to like call out your identity on like on the podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> do Jewish people believe in? like the Ten Commandments and the Red, like, is that Moses? Wait a minute. Yes, they, wait. Hang on, I'm an idiot. Yeah, okay. That is Moses who did all that, right?
1: Who parted the Red Sea?
0: Yeah, yeah. and Oh, yeah, of course Jewish people believe that.
1: Right? Calling us, what, 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 <laughs> what, what, what do you mean to say by this? Well, because
0: didn't he save the Jewish people?
1: He, uh, he asked the Pharaoh. He, he demanded, <laughs> let my people go. And so, Pharaoh most... said no. And then and then the Pharaoh regretted his decision.
0: Yeah. Well, after the, many... 10
1: after 10 deadly plagues. Uh, Jesus Christ, 10. The Pharaoh was like, all right, all right, I'm listening. And then he I
0: remember he some of them. I don't remember good. all of them. There was like the lotus, right? And then there was the one where you had to like put the blood of the lamb or whatever on the on oh, yeah, your
1: door so they know door. not to
0: kill your firstborn son and then that's how the pharaoh like changed his mind right because then his son died or something yeah not it's not like all spoil, right let's... not to spoil the 10 commandments for everyone but um yeah, yeah. turns out the, the jewish people live um so well some of them i i don't know is it a special holiday or uh, we, <laughs> we,
1: we do recount the story every passover okay
0: okay okay, okay. Uh, you know i don't know that was a dumb question by me um <laughs> but you know i'm what can i say uh I'm, I'm an idiot and i don't know much about religion so
1: i'm waiting for you to have this
0: amazing tie
1: into the green knight
0: i mean you know they, they happened around the same time in history right or not even um, i, 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 w- I is, wouldn't say is, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no the, uh, so <laughs> no. moses was splitting the red sea and on the other side of the sea was the green night happening um i'm pretty um, sure if 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 i recall my history lessons as a wee lad i'm pretty sure that's pretty accurate
2: when is it's moses like, compared like, to jesus i mean because the medieval times of- like, yeah, I,
0: I don't know this. I was I was thinking about this at the beginning of the grenade. You're so, talking to the all,
2: least religious, like religiously. First of all,
0: personally. Moses is definitely like what, a couple hundred, maybe thousand years before Christ, right? Or BC.
1: Moses was well, back n- in the day for sure.
2: Well, there's Sometime. no way King Arthur was
0: BC. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, King Arthur. <laughs> King Arthur was what like? Gotta be like. Isn't that during the dark times or the dark ages? <laughs> 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 i mean we, i mean good thing i just want to say something good thing we are not a history podcast because we don't i mean know.
2: medieval times definitely seem like i don't know fourth four hundreds five hundreds king
0: arthur was based around fifth to sixth century oh nice eric let's go so what is that maybe i'm
2: the history major
0: <laughs> four or five hundreds that's what you said right
2: yeah,
0: the history major was
2: me all along.
0: The History major was you all along. I would. Do they? Can you take history classes on medieval times or like? <laughs> yeah, like oh, no, medieval times. <laughs> like, I dude, I'm like it's woo, not allowed. I mean, <laughs> I just yeah, medieval
1: like... times is banned in school.
0: <laughs> That's just, like, isn't there an entire department for it? I don't know. Apparently, yeah. apparently if there <laughs> is. I'm no, dude, of David
1: it. Lowry oh, broke no. the law making this. <laughs> what?
0: What did I? Academic we institutions about?
1: everywhere are up <laughs> okay. in arms.
0: What were we talking about when I was like, "We should start the podcast"? Oh, I was asking about David Lowry first, right? Because <laughs> well, I didn't want to shake David Lowry on air. Spoiler alert! That's what David Lowry looks like. Spoiler alert! Um yes, this, yeah, this week. This week's film is The Green Knight. Um, I do want to see Ghost Story, and I think you both have said that I would enjoy it. I'm just gonna tell you that I feel like if I enjoyed this film, you'll enjoy Ghost Story even more. I would enjoy yeah. David Lau. Is are his films this general vibe? I don't know, like you know, maybe not. vibe. I've only seen like, one other, so I oh, okay, I can't look, is definitely
2: more
0: at I, they're all.
1: Like, no, they're, they're they're different. I think that there's some overarching yeah, existentialism for sure, but yeah, they're
0: all different. He made Pete's Dragon.
2: People love that one.
0: He's making he's making Peter Pan and Wendy. Yeah, this man's seems... on the Disney
2: train, right? I mean, That's... Pete's Dragon is a Disney movie.
0: guess interesting, huh? sorry can we talk about lamb
2: i I just want to talk about lamb
0: yes oh my god dude let's (laughs) talk about lamb because i was going to talk about trailers and then i I saw this movie with my dad which first of all my dad is a very average movie watcher you know he's into pretty like damn he's into like a lot of like drop the mic (laughs) and like no he's just not like I don't, I'm not trying to, dude, every time I say shit like this, I always feel like an <laughs> asshole. And I'm, what I'm going to say is The Green Knight is not a film that I feel like most average moviegoers would enjoy. I feel like you have, it's not to say I'm better than you. have, to have than a you. superior intelligence. Oh, like, God, That's yeah, I just, this is where this is going. <laughs> I just feel like there's certain films where it's like, you really have to like, be willing to like, sit and like, think. And like, I, I just like, like my dad watched, sat through it. I'm pretty sure he won't he won't tell me but I'm pretty sure he fell asleep. Um but uh he was like wow that was weird like you know basically at the end and I don't disagree with it it was just like That's you a, know fair it's a great observation man. but uh anyways he was he was uh we were watching the trailers and the last trailer that came on was Lamb and he, he was like he's like what the fuck is happening at a twenty four it was it's an A twenty four film right
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you I mean, how they, they get just, all those lambs to,
0: to make the A24 shape?
2: They they got it from a festival. I think they're just distributing. Dude,
0: I have never been equally as terrified and intrigued by a movie at the same time. What the hell is it? Like
2: guys, it looks so bad.
0: It looks so I don't tell me it
2: doesn't look bad.
0: It looks bad, but it looks so I'm like so like, what? Like
2: I feel like there was a time. When if I saw an A24 trade that looked like that, I would have been like, okay, that seems like it's worth seeing. But Saint Maud really taught me to, speak oh, careful, to be
0: Saint, careful, the, to be careful of Saint Maude wasn't bad. Saint Mod was of the terrible. like
2: stock, like the stock A24 horror movies.
0: No, I, it's a no I, for me. I won't disagree that there is definitely a as there's like such a vibe. To it that I do get the reminiscence of Saint Maud and like I don't think Saint Mod's a terrible film, but it was underwhelming. And I can see this movie being very underwhelming. a very there are just some like, ticks. I, I'm I'm gonna see it. In fact, I guarantee we do a we do a podcast episode on it. Guaranteed. Uh, guaranteed. <laughs> Wait, when guaranteed. It come out? Um October 8th. Yeah, I'm sure there's definitely
2: going to be something bigger coming out that week. I mean,
0: there's going to be, but I guarantee it'll be. There'll be a I mean, doesn't
2: I don't want to be that person, but doesn't Titan come out that week?
0: Uh, it does. We will, yeah, it does. Um, (laughs) uh, it might be a movie we watch though. And and, and, (laughs) yeah, I'll go see it if I have A list. I think we need to see it all together for sure, certainly. Um, for sure. I don't know what to make of the film. I don't know. It's just weird, dude.
2: Oh, I saw I, this really funny tweet. I'm forgetting the third movie, but it was like, it's an old McDonald's kind of movie year because it's like pig, lamb. Oh, Andrea Arnold has a movie called Cow duck. coming out this year.
0: Well, there's an, isn't there also... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. That's what it is. Um, I, dude, I don't know what to make of lamb. Uh, if you have not seen... The trailer for lamb 90 of it is close-ups of lamb like of of sheep's faces and it is a very weird it's like to me a24 films carry like weight of being like okay i know this is gonna be a very art house very like you know weird film as it is but now i feel like half the a24 trailers i'm like some of this might be weird just to be weird. Like, I think to be picked up by A24, you just have to have a crazy idea. A crazy idea. And, um, I mean... But, I mean, they've had good horror mil- film films. What the hell am I saying? Films. I mean, Hereditary and Midsommar, right? Those are very the popular Lighthouse. ones. Those are horror films. And
2: they're A24 <laughs> yeah, films.
1: They are A24 <laughs> um, films.
2: You know what's Under the Silver Lake? That's first cow. That's not a horror movie, but I'm just I'm just saying a twenty four movies at this point. Under this, we're going but... the
1: wrong direction. No,
2: no, no. Honestly, it follows was great. The more I think about it, follows the more I think it follows was great.
0: Yeah, I think it follows was good. It follows was good. Saint Maud is the great example, I think, Eric, of being very underwhelming. Um, there's I would another... add
2: hereditary to that list.
0: I've heard good things about hereditary you think it's really one one fits that bill unfortunately hereditary was pretty good for the an first, hour yeah what other good for about an hour I saw a couple new trailers I mean
2: so uh, oh, oh, oh new trailers
0: yeah I'm, I'm just trying to think of I call, saw a couple one um I keep seeing new Marvel movie again I don't really have much interest in Marvel films anymore I still have not seen um Oh, I want to
2: see
0: Shang Chi. I will. I'll see it. I mean, i just not like super invested in like getting to see the next Marvel movie as soon as possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think what end game really?
1: There? Just kept it yeah. It, it
0: was really the end game. You know, it was the end game for me. Um. But uh, there was something else new. The last duel keeps showing up every time I go to the theaters, which I can't decide how I feel about it. Um. Candyman shows every time, and I still love it. Um, which I didn't know there was original, and I have to watch that. And that sounds dumb because I feel like it's common knowledge that there's an original. <laughs> the nineteen from nineteen nineties, right? I believe so. Uh, Kendall and I are going to Little watch Philip it. Glass. Yeah. We're going to have Kendall on the podcast for that. Yeah. Um, I saw. I keep seeing the trailer for Jungle Cruise. Don't really have an interest in another generic. Um, I don't even know what the hell to call it. Uh what else was there? There was another one that really intrigued me, and I don't think it was an A24 film. Was it an A24 film? Awesome. <laughs> I feel like A24 has get?
2: been slacking these
0: past two years. There was another film coming out that I was like, ooh, like, ooh, like intrigued by. And now I don't know what the hell it is. I wish there was a spot where I could see what the what trailers were. There is like websites where you can see current trailers, but it's terribly outdated because.
2: Well, it's also because the tra- like a, a movie theater is not going to play a trailer for the movie for a movie they aren't showing, so it's like.
0: Yeah, I just don't. I just damn. I wanted to know because I remember I keep something...
2: seeing that trailer for that really shitty looking HBO movie where he, called Reminiscence with Hugh Dude, Jackman, I... Rebecca oh Ferguson, and I'm... Tandy Newton, and I it looks like. It looks like they're trying to do like a sci-fi Mission Impossible sort of deal. You know,
0: you know who makes it, right? The same, the, who makes uh, Westworld.
2: Which one? The, Jonathan Nolan uh, or is it
0: Lisa Joy? I think it's Lisa Joy. Uh, let me look it up. I don't want to be wrong. Um, it's Lisa Joy. Uh, Zach, you already said
1: that Moses and and King Arthur at the same time, you have to-
0: I can't be wrong about, <laughs> about accuracy. I, I try not to be wrong about a film. This, after all, this is a film podcast, not a history podcast. I did get Fair the enough. trailer for Flag Day. That was the trailer I saw. Oh my too. god, that
2: movie looks that movie looks I, terrible.
0: Yeah, I I'm gonna see it because Sean Penn's in it, <laughs> and Sean I Penn a,
2: directed it.
0: Yeah, um, it and played at
2: Cannes.
0: That's what it was. There was two Cannes. Every films. single
2: time Sean Penn movies go to Cannes, I don't know how they accept them, but then it comes out and they just get eviscerated. What was <laughs> like,
0: the, um Put
2: through the ringer of like booze.
0: <laughs> there was another Cannes festival winner that was shown as a trailer at perhaps Annette. It was not.
2: <laughs>
0: it was not. Um, I just well, over- no American
2: uh, movies won won anything at Cannes.
0: So well then weird because there, there was two there was two of them. Um, it's the Olympics.
2: Probably Titan.
0: I didn't see Titan. maybe it was Tatan.
2: I unless you saw the trailer for Memorial, which I'd be very jealous.
0: Oh my god, do you up. just
2: want to see my commitment? I got like I got it in the Peach of Punk book the other day. Don't
0: see the i wish i could see is there a trailer
2: it. out for there's a trailer out for benedetta
0: i don't know what it was i just know that i remember seeing i was like oh can. i was like what maybe it was i don't think it was damn. it wasn't memoria i don't know was it
2: the um, french dispatch played at can
0: i haven't seen yet yeah, i haven't seen a trailer for that um I don't know. I mean, I was just happy to see a little bit of um, of of a lamb (laughs) and have that weird like moment with my dad next to me as he was like, what the hell is happening at A24? And I was like, man, I really don't know. But uh, keep pumping them out.
1: Did you feel anything when all the lambies were herded into the A24 logo?
0: (laughs) I, I really
1: that deeply unsettled me. Deeply it made me unsettled you.
0: Yeah. I definitely wonder. Um, I kind of want to know just how they got all this to work. Like, are there professional were these professional lamps? Professional lamps, yeah. Yeah, weird. Because damn I mean, that's incredible. That's that's incredible. I don't know how that how they got all of that, but Eric, I can't figure it out now what what film was shown. Maybe it wasn't Cans. Um who the hell knows? It's not worth talking about because we got a doozy on our hands for the next hour um, because uh, a movie that is very different from its trailer, maybe not very different from its trailer, but definitely not what I was expecting in a good way. Um, maybe in a bad way for Eric, but I don't know too much about Eric's opinion on oh. Green yet. <laughs> I saw your rating. Oh, um, what? what? I, 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 you I know, Zach, I didn't see your rating. It just came for me. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't figured it out. I won't lie. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't figured it out. This is one of the first films, probably since I've owned Letterboxd, which has been, what, three years now? Probably the first film that I've ever not been able to rate, even almost a week after I've seen it. So... That just means... It's not been a week. It's like five Four days but still I, I i don't know and it's not because i'm like i'm stuck between ratings it's more that i just don't really completely know i think this podcast is more like therapy for me um for for this film so it's like how, how do i do how do i feel about this um but yeah let's get started talking about the green knight um which might be the hard in my opinion might be the hardest to discuss movie we've watched this year i don't, I don't know if that's
1: old for sure
0: old you think old was hard to discuss are you being you're just being sarcastic old no, was that
1: really, was emotionally movie. challenging whatever i hate you dude. zach i thought <laughs> it was right down the middle
0: <laughs> 50, 50. <laughs> it was 50 50 all right the green knight (laughs) is obviously a uh film directed by david lowry who we shouted out earlier i haven't seen his other films caleb you've seen two others you've seen the ghost story and the old old man with the gun the gun gun. um a gun could be any gun gun. any gun and then eric has seen a ghost story also um who is the who's the star in ghost story casey that's who it is that's
2: why i mean i was
0: Rooney. Thinking, i was wondering who it was. yeah i guess the
2: star is rooney but
0: yeah but casey is there. there um
2: casey's no under sport. the white sheet the entire time <laughs> i
0: i have no idea i don't know what to expect from that but uh i'm excited to watch it eventually but yeah the green knight um is a fantasy <laughs> adventure um starring is it dev patel I never know how to pronounce. It
2: is Dev Patel.
0: Dev Patel, um, who looks amazing in this movie, by the way, just all around man, Have this like glow to him. Um, based in the Arthurian uh, legends, uh, it tells the story of a knight, or no, he's not a knight, uh, potential knights on his on his quest to complete a game. What game? I don't know, but all I have to say is they had some weird ass games in uh, medieval game. times. <laughs> a Christmas game. I didn't know they, dude, honestly, I didn't know they believed in Christ in medieval times. But, um, you know, again, another history lesson for me, apparently. What else do they have? In <laughs> yeah. they didn't have
1: a lot going for them at the time. They really didn't. They needed really something didn't. to.
0: And, I mean, Christ once, and um, once Christianity
2: was like a, an established thing, it really people really hustled and and,
0: and and Christmas okay. games, <laughs> and Christmas games. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to start with this. I guess we can just this. <laughs> <It> sounds, <laughs> this really sounds like so a 50 pain. Pit pit pain pit no, it's not it's pain. Pit it's pit just pit pit pit. like this movie. <laughs> if I had to start broadly, it's just such a journey, which is the probably the least just like bold statement I've said today. Um, because it is literally just a film about a man traveling to his destination from for like 80% of it. And it's very slow. Like Shrek. In that very, sense. It's, it's essentially like, Shrek. sounds like Jerry in that sense. It's very, <laughs> it's very slow. <laughs> but I think also Ultimately, which I you know, I I, we're not gonna get to yet. We'll probably save it for the end, obviously. But the ending is very controversial in terms of I've seen so many people say it was very unrewarding. Um and other people say it was a perfect ending. And I'm I really Really? am interested to talk about it with you guys, especially because of the what would you call the sequence at the end? It's not a montage like the the whole dream. Rem- like where he's like seeing his future. Is that like I don't know That's what you would monster. refer to that as? It's not like a dream sequence or it's not a montage either, right? It's like it's a, the
2: mommy fake out. It's the mommy it. fake out replica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, the what could have been. The the, the what could have yeah. been um, the La La Land epilogue. Yeah, the la, the la La Land epilogue. Perfect. That's a perfect example of it. um Well, let's start at the beginning. The we we started off with uh, Dev Patel waking up in what I believe is a brothel, right? Um, it's, it's, it's scandalo! <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking of ga- I kept thinking of Game of Thrones every uh, like just throughout the movie, um, even though I've barely seen any of it. Um, but still, I was I was expecting uh, what's his name to show up. Who's the guy in Game of Thrones that's like always like got the you know like. he he owns the brothels right and he's like very Peter Baelish yeah Baelish Littlefinger I was was really expecting him to pop up kind of at the beginning scene Um, you know try to scam Dev Patel uh, as he was leaving the brothel uh, yeah yeah uh, Caleb, you have a great observation. I saw in a text message. You said that the Green Knight is in fact very green. How do you how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, no, because I was, I was thinking that there would be some people who would watch this movie and afterwards they would say, the knight, the Green Knight is not green. And I was thinking, how how could you say that? Because I thought the Green Knight was green. And in fact, there is this whole, you know, discussion uh near the end where they're talking about why the green knight is green. So I think right there is pretty good evidence that the night, the green night is green.
0: The chapel though. Chapel's not really green. It's it's, it's called the green it
2: chapel. was really covered in plants.
0: It's green good. plants. Green plants. Plants are there's a very big discussion about plants and green. Green. Green's important. Um if you don't know already, green is the most dominant color. Green um, is the color of life. Yes, uh, as
2: Alicia Cantor might say.
0: That's probably say. not.
2: That's not the direct quote at
1: all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, I think you got close. it mostly correct.
0: I think you got it mostly correct. Um, but yeah, we see Dev Patel as this you know wannabe night figure spending his nights in, in brothels with uh, one particular fine lady who uh, who wants to be his wife. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he ends up on Christmas day in the, in the, uh, kingdom, uh, whatever the hell it's called. I don't know where, where, where's that little, where, where the king and queen are residing it's like a dinner, whatever. It's a nice speech, a little round uh, table, yeah if you a little will. round table action. Um, and, uh, meanwhile, we're seeing what's happening. And then we get like some cuts to, uh, like some witchcraft happening, which I can't say I fully, completely understand, but I have a theory that's probably not really a theory and more just common sense. Um, But we're getting, as the Green Knight is invading the round table and offering his game, we're getting the witchcraft by uh, his mother. uh, And what's his, what's it is is it, how do you pronounce his name? The the character, the main character. Gawain, thank you. Um, and I think that, is the king his uncle?
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Is it by blood or is it just like... Oh, it's by blood. All right. You,
2: you better believe it's by blood.
0: <laughs> so I'm not wrong in assuming that what's happening is the, the mother is the one who summons the Green Knight, right? Is that wrong? Is that what no, happens?
2: No, that, that was my understanding.
0: I mean, that's what it seemed like to me, obviously. The, isn't I mean, the mother?
2: Um, oh, no, it was some famous King Arthur character. I was going to say like Morgan Le Fay or something. I don't sh- know. Some shit like I mean, that. But it was one of, you know, it's like something like that.
0: This this kind of made me, I like, I'm trying to think of like the whole role of the mother. Like the mother. She was the obviously, producer. Yeah, well, she she, <laughs> she didn't produce the drama too. So she is the one who, I don't know, made up or summoned the Green Knight to offer this game. And I guess she knew what was going to happen, like that her son would offer up. I, I, what I can't decide is whether or not this was done in like a positive way or a negative way, because she also gives her, his, her, her son the, um, the little belt, right, that is supposed to protect him so he doesn't die so is is this whole point of this film essentially for her just to like get his, get her son like some noble story so he can become a knight so what i'm hearing
2: is that this movie is a college scandal a parable
0: <laughs> I, I essentially it might be <laughs> it might be is my interpretation wrong in at least in that small regard i mean is that what you guys got from
2: it? Did she give him the sash? I, I was in, I, well, I don't remember I coming don't really up know.
0: until the, the whenever her name He is. has the sash at the beginning because the kid took it.
1: Yeah, Barry Keegan.
2: Very Keegan.
1: <laughs> Yo, once, once he legend. showed up, I was like, all right, um, <laughs> this movie's over.
0: He had the sash at the beginning and then somehow either got a new one or the exact same one back. I'm not really too sure about how that Transpire, but I know he got it in the beginning because his mom is seen sewing it in to the to the belt, the little like
1: Uh, tablet. The sash is whatever you want it to be.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I've just like spent a lot of times. Like, is his mother like trying to get him killed, or does she just hope (laughs) this is like his path to becoming a knight and an eventual king? Um, I'm not too sure. I mean, essentially this boils down to the idea that I think many criticize this film for is that there's not a lot that's like very black and white in terms of like, what is this about? Or what is Back, this?
1: It's quite green.
0: I hate you. It's very much like, there's not really an answer. You know, is this, is this about one, you know, green, one might say, uh, one green boy, because he's a coward uh, <laughs> becoming like a knight. Is this about, like a, you know about identity in terms of like who you want to be as a person? Is this about like I, I just feel like there's so much that people were interpreting and can interpret from this. And I think that's kind of the point of why Yeah let changed. me ask you
1: Zach, if you had an answer to these questions, if you knew exactly what the mother was doing, if you knew exactly what this movie was about or what David Lowry wanted you to think it was about. Would you like the movie more?
0: No, no. I, I, In fact, I like it more that it's ambiguous. I think that's, I have a, the reason why I ultimately enjoy this film is for the exact criticism that people have of it because it's very slow, because it's very, very non-straightforward roundabout kind of like, at the end, it's like, what is really happening? You know, what is, what is the takeaway? I don't think it holds your hand. And I think there's very good criticism from, from that. I think maybe Eric or you might have some, um, and I even might have some, but I do, I, I think this type of film interests me and always has because it's so open-ended because it leaves me. I, when I, when I said, before on the podcast this is the first time in a long this is the first time having a letterbox that i didn't write the movie within the first however many days it's also one of the first films in quite some time where i have kept thinking about it every day um just it'll pop up kind of at a random time you know even something small something bigger you know whether it be the end the interpretation of the ending you know like what happens at the very end is that you know you know, for instance, I know a jump in the head here, you know, the ending leaves the viewer kind of just like, you know, like, is he about to get his head chopped off? Right? Like... The good night, night does says, say off does he, your head. He He said... What does he say? He's like... He's like, good night or something. Or, <laughs> Let's <laughs> get something. to hacking. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there, he said something like, the whole point of there was like that, that little montage, whatever the look forward sequence where obviously the point to me, at least watching it is like, okay, he's, he is looking at kind of what his life would be like if he cowered out of this and, you know, kept the sash on because he would live. So then he, you know, I think there's more to it. I'm not even a hundred percent certain about that. He takes off the sash, which would theoretically keep him alive. And then the night the green knight is like, ah, yes, like uh you do uh, good, you did the right thing. And then he's just like, now I'm still gonna drop off your head. Like, and I'm like, oh, so you know, like what's gonna happen? Like, you know Yeah, personally, I
1: thought that would have been better if instead of saying off with your head, the knight said, uh, we die and we decay, but it's <laughs> still packed a pack
0: a punch. <laughs> I the, the point of this <laughs> is I think that uh, Caleb was not a fan of the ending, um, but uh, I do, I do, I, it leaves me thinking a lot. And I don't know if that is because I'm unsatisfied with it or because I'm like, just, there's so much you can kind of do with it and so much to think about in terms of what that, you know, look forward, the future kind of scene like really means and it also makes me think what the hell the whole point of this was because like I'm also thinking of like what I said before is like is the mom was was his purpose always to come here and die or is he choosing death because that's the noble thing to do instead of you know cheating and I I don't know there's there's a lot of interpretation here I guess I want to open this up because I'm tired of talking um what what worked for you guys in this film first like what did you really like and then we can get into things that left you underwhelmed or you didn't like well like like, let's start with the positives what did you really really like about this film i like
2: the thematics i mean i like a story that's like like i like a story like this like a medieval story that's like very much worried about like how these stories are told um so I really liked that I I liked the idea of Gawain going to the Green Knight like I like in theory the like dread of it all like him going because it'll like make a good story and him going also because of like this expectation that he's going to so like, I, I really like that I also liked how it looked To an an extent. I thought it looked very nice. Um, Like beautiful shots, beautiful costume design, beautiful halos. Like those little halos they had behind their heads.
0: It it was beautifully shot. I don't think you can argue. Well, maybe it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I don't think you can argue it's not a beautifully shot film. I mean, it's very... very I don't think
2: I was necessarily even really sold to be super positive on this movie until the um, the final montage, I guess, that we were talking about earlier. I almost wish that it had just ended that way without that actual final fake-out. Yeah, I feel like I, that's
0: sadder to me. Like I, I, I had a feeling you'd, you'd feel that way.
1: We'd say ending after the montage, but before they cut back to the chapel.
2: Yeah. Just like, I would, I would have liked it better if his like his head fell off and it like his head falls off when the like war or whatever storms in and like his head just pops off, cut to black. I think I would have
0: liked that more. Can I ask you real quick? Do you think that that would, do you think the film would still have the same meaning or i mean that's not a hard thing to say but do you, what, what do you think that does that the final scene didn't do for you like the final i just don't think the control?
2: final scene adds much to me the final scene him making the choice not to um not to uh like come go back as like a fraud and choosing to be honorable and most likely as like, I, I, I assume that he died, like, doesn't add much to me. Like the fact that it doesn't matter what he chose and that the world just like goes on its way, like, doesn't matter to me because the mo- main emotional crux was this like struggle between doing what he thinks, like David does go doing what everyone like wants him to do versus um, literally what's the logical choice of running away. And like, that original montage it's like he's screwed either way like the like he's clearly not very happy he like in that montage he's in war he's losing whatever he has to have this sash around him like I feel like that already encapsulated everything that I would have felt about the ending and if you wanted the ambiguity there he already took we already saw him take shrewd like
0: there's uh, already this,
2: uh, there's already this expectation that everything we're seeing has a possibility of not actually being real.
0: And I, I really did... liked
2: the mic drop of the head falling. <laughs> like,
0: I... It is very nice that, that I, I thought the movie was going to end there, Eric. I, I can't necessarily tell you if I agree with you yet or not. Um, but I will. Do I felt like that... I felt an
2: emotional beat when the head fell. That I didn't sure. feel about the actual
0: ending. I, I agree with that. I agree with it. It's a it's a better. Caleb's I about think, to disagree so
2: heavily. I'm not <laughs> gonna
0: say I don't like that final little sequence. I'm just gonna say that I agree that it's more impactful in terms of just like like the final like beat. Like I, I do agree with that. And I do think if if the issue was trying to convey ambiguity, I don't think you needed it because there was already so much ambiguity throughout the whole film that I think I've already would have walked out. <laughs> Thinking about it still, but let's let Caleb say what he wants to say. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I have to completely disagree. I uh, think, well, the mood, just to preface, the movie for me just kept getting better as it went along. And then you have the final, or what you think is the final scene in the chapel. By then it's moving on up and it feel it's feeling just swell. And then, you know, he runs away and goes, and then we have that montage. And uh, I was actually, as I was watching it, becoming increasingly disappointed uh, that the movie hadn't ended originally at the chapel. Uh, and I thought the montage was just kind of superfluous. And we, we all, I think mean, it was clear enough that he didn't make the, the right choice. He didn't make the, I should say, the honorable choice and that his life was going to, naturally inevitably you know result in, in great sorrow and, and death for him uh, so I, I didn't know why we had to see this I thought it was a stronger ending at the chapel then they come back and it all makes sense It, it uh, I don't know I thought it was just perfect that he was able to see all that and then we got to really see the choice the the necessary choice uh, from you know, brilliant a brilliant choice from Lowry in taking this this guy who is kind of weak and who has shown cowardice in his his act of, of heroism wasn't actually so brave initially, but that he comes around and makes the and makes the brave choice and that we see that, I think was I mean, it, it was it was the perfect ending. If you end after the montage, then I think you're you miss the the whole point of the journey the whole journey is about the choice and if you never see him make the choice then i think you you miss out on a lot of a feeling it has to end there and it's a real swell ending
2: I, I mean i can see that i i mean i think the entire montage this i mean it could just be because we got this ending but like with the ending we have now like it makes the entire montages function like very clear like this is very much a movie that's concerned about like like a reality tv show like how the edit's going to portray them like this is a movie that's like it very much so is like this summation of like all the questions that have been being asked by the movie this entire time about like sort of how stories are embellished but also how stories force people, these stories, like, these, like, place these expectations upon these modern-day or, like, modern-day heroes to be something that they can't possibly be or to make choices that are ultimately, like, honestly stupid as hell. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I guess with, like, the ending does make that very clear.
0: I, I guess I just personally
2: it. felt like I didn't need it. Like, the fact that it is such a fast-paced montage almost does make it feel, like, the like I guess for me is like also the like it's so fast paced, it's tacked on, there's like no dialogue. It plays like the sort of thro- like if it were the ending, like the throwaway nature of it for me would have I think done a lot of the work. Like the I I, I don't know, I, I guess I just didn't really care about the actual ending. The actual ending wasn't what solidified what I thought the montage was doing for me, I guess.
1: I think there's something beautiful about making that choice for his legacy, to cement his legacy, despite the obvious stupidity. And without the ending, you just, you you don't get any of that. You don't, you don't, you don't complete the, the character's journey. And like, this is a journey movie. And I don't know, without the choice there there is no journey and then then the whole thing i think would have to boil down to just you know different setups different different sequences point a to b to c and then and i think the the true the true ending really just brought it all together because i don't know you need you need the choice and and i think some a lesser movie would have ignored that. I think a lot of movies, TV shows, whatever, will ask very difficult questions and spend a lot of time exploring them, and then never really give you an answer. Uh, but I really respect that Larry did. He brought you back to it, and we said, "All right, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to die for my legacy." Right. I don't know, I just I think it, it it I think the the a nice takeaway uh that we can put in simple terms here that I took uh, is just like about there being no honor in life this whole this whole journey was a quest to find honor and then he at the end realizes that there's no honor in life the way he secures honor is is through death and you know if that really is what he wants then then he he got it I don't know. It's, kind of, it's sad, but I think it's kind, of, kind of beautiful.
0: Yeah, I think that... I think I... I know for sure I want to go back and see this. I might go see it again soon because um, I, I wonder how this would feel on a second viewing. Um, you know, this is a movie that, to me, was just very, very like a feel movie, and I'm a big fan of that. Don't try and to understand it. Yeah, I I think and, and that I mean it's true. I, I know that's such a <laughs> it's true though. It, it it is true. And it's like as much as we can laugh at that idea, because it I mean it, it's literally, you know, <laughs> been thrown around so much. It's true. It's the same way other movies in you know, a similar nature work, and that it's not that there aren't big ideas there, it's that the big ideas aren't necessarily critical in terms of like plot. I mean, I think it's more of what you as an individual take away with it because I think at the end of the day we might all three take away different things, maybe similar things. But I mean, because I mean, I, I mean, obviously, you know, for me it was a lot about just death. I mean, I think honor is obviously a huge part of it, and it's like questions of like what does that really mean is like you know can you really be honorable in life and it's like you know i i was it was funny because i saw someone say i don't necessarily agree with this but i saw someone say that this movie was the embodiment of the quote uh you either die a hero or live long enough to become a villain and i i don't necessarily disagree with that but i think there's way more to it like i just think there's so much like idea of like Kind of this idea of like death coming inevitably for everyone. And it's like almost just like how you want to live your life. And, you know, this really like character study of mortality, of like a of someone dealing with mortality. And I don't know, the themes interest me enough that I was, like I was hooked. And not to mention this, I mean, this might be one of the most beautiful films ever seen just i, I mean the colors the, the 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 nature shots just everything i don't know maybe maybe it was a little too much for some people but i i thought it was gorgeous man i i really did
2: yeah i mean i, I think we did all three get very different takeaways from this not takeaways i guess just different things hit us like you had the death kill yeah, was- i mean the main takeaway that i took away from this was that Like was that this was a movie about like a character who is just like utterly screwed by feeling pressured by societal expectations and the person who is sort of screwed in his like screwed by trying to reach for a dream that had been set before him that was by default unattainable that he still wanted to go for because of these expectations that had been set for him. And the ending is just showing that no matter what he chooses, like, he had been fully screwed already. He was going to tie. Um, yeah, yeah, that was the main, that was the main, like... I also do I agree th- with Caleb that this movie got steadily better because I I don't think I was on board for a lot of it. It's very, like, I, I think it's easy for to say that it's, like, a very slow meditative movie but this is a movie that like while still being slow very clearly felt like this was a we're just waiting for the next plot point to me if that makes sense and I it never feels I I never got the sense that it could fully sit like I that it fully like sat into its mood I guess I I never felt it I I I think the cinematography is also very, like, technically beautiful, but there's also something very shiny about it to me that I that I found really off-putting as well. Something very, yeah, like, like too pristine about it. I don't know how to digital, say it.
1: Very digital.
2: Yeah, it was very digital. I didn't want to come out outright and say that because I feel no, like that's a lot of to it. But it looked digital a... in a way that I... Found sort of distracting
0: you know I think that's something that it's like I'm not going to say it's like oh it comes on to personal preference because at the end of the day everything comes in personal preference but I do see what you're saying um, also the score can we
2: please talk was, about how this was just was... this was just uh, this is what I talk about when I talk about a 24 stock movies this is the A24 stock score A tonal.
0: Like come on. Yeah, I agree. I really really hated the score. I might be in in the minority on this, but I think of a score in this way for me. Either a score completely evolves the film to a point where I am ultimately just impacted. I mean I can name films that do that.
1: Or, Or stellar
0: perhaps. (laughs) but i mean i'm thinking like in the mood for love is one okay um i mean i well i i mean it it is. imagine imagine in the mood for love (laughs) imagine in the mood for love without its score right or even a Mm -hmm. lesser score like you just can't everything else to me gets combined into a thing of like it's i like it works i i i'm very i mean i've just very rarely seen uh a score that is like so bad it takes me out of the film where it's just like what the hell is this? They're, they exist. Um, this to me wasn't one of them. It was just <laughs> like, it fit. It fit. What, what did you say? Yeah, I heard what you said, and that's true.
2: Um, no, this one was like distractingly bad. And it was especially disappointing because so? I love the score for a ghost. This seemed like they didn't even try to make a score. And they just took sounds from other A24 movies, put them all in a medley, and placed <laughs> them over the movie
0: it's generic but i don't think it is noticeably bad old like, man in not... the gun has a nice
1: score too
2: i mean i i feel like with this sort of movie with a meditative movie i wanted something more i don't know more brooding or or more of anything i didn't feel like the score it gave added like i didn't think it added anything
1: so the music over the the, the, the final scene i thought was was nice but yeah. everything else was I don't think I disliked it as much as you did, but I thought it was pretty forgettable. I, I guess I It was could maybe be just, distracting. Yeah.
2: It was with so. the, like, I don't associate the Sheen with A24 at all, but, like, after the Saint Maude and whatever, like, the idea that there's, like, a stock, like, conveyor belt A24 movie was, like, really hitting me for a it's lot true. of the first part of the movie, where it was, like, especially after we saw the trailer for Lamb, I was, like, okay, we got the score. Like, we got the cinematography, like what's next?
0: <laughs> like, you're not wrong, Eric, but I also don't think it's, I, I think you're right in that the sense is, you know, those photos, it's like a, a starter pack photo. You could make one of those for an A24 film. Is that terrible? No, I have to be honest. I, I don't hate it. Like, I, yeah, it works for me. Is it, is it becoming increasingly more and more and more generic that by the time you've seen the 18th iteration, you're like, oh my God. This isn't as an innovative. That's also true. Um, I don't fault. I, I don't necessarily agree with you on the cinematography aspect. I don't fault. I think green. I I, I really loved how how beautiful it is. And I don't think that was too generic. The, the 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 score again. It may be generic. It works. It doesn't take me out of it. But I I do think you're onto something, and I feel like it'd be interesting to like make a montage of like a YouTube montage of just like scenes or moments from a 24 films and see how they like, like you kind of cut from one to the other and just see kind of how there's like a definitely very noticeable um, default. Um, I, I wonder how much that is a product of, I you know I don't even know I mean do we even think of A24 as being a art house producer anymore? Yeah. I mean they well, you would still consider them that, even though it's like they seem to be pumping out more and more. It's just it, maybe it's a more of an inevitable thing for every company. You know what I'm saying? But like inevitability. I think A24
2: like... specifically does a lot of like branding itself though, more than any other studio.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, we could we could talk all day probably about that aspect of the film industry and then in A twenty four specifically. Um, I want to talk about some of the scenes though. I mean, unless I don't want to move on if we're if someone else had another point they wanted to get in real quick, um, just kind of I guess about the ending, you know, or um, anything like that. I want to talk <laughs> about the scene with. Um, you know what I'm gonna say with the, uh, the fox with uh, Alicia of uh, is it Vikander? Yeah. Um, what a I uh, What are your guys' thoughts on that? <laughs> what are your thoughts in that scene? The entire the did entire it, um, section with uh, I, I, I'm just did it really
2: happen? That was also something else.
0: I don't know, dude. I, this is one of the things. This is one of the issues, and I think one of the frustrations people have with uh, movies that play way too much into ambiguity i don't have this frustration but i've seen many people have this frustration it's just like what like like how the hell am i supposed to know what didn't did not happen and and then like my you know refute to that is well does it doesn't matter you know like does it matter if it did or didn't really happen if it felt like it happened to to him does it really matter i mean some of it we can kind of separate right like at least to me, the you know, right prior to that, the very psychedelic scenes after he eats the mushrooms it seem very, very over the top, like, you know, obviously not happening. Um, I think it happened. I'm just not. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird scene. It's a weird scene. Um, I also I mean, who else is it? It's uh who's the who's the guy in it? It's uh, Joel Edger- Edgerton, right? Um. yeah I don't know what did you guys feel about that I know you were talking about how you thought the movie got better and better as it went was this an example I mean did you think this was I mean if, you, if this was right before the ending you must think that this was pretty damn good then right
1: That it was good yeah um, as far as stuff happening I think it's just better if you choose to believe that all of it happened and don't try and make distinctions and focus on that I think that doesn't help the viewing experience but yeah i think she did a pretty good job of proving that he is not a knight
0: yeah that yeah. scene in the bed was pretty wild pretty wild dude that you was are some... no knight <laughs> you are no knight what what did you make of the of the of the scene right the gay after kiss that? Yeah, what you, like what what do you think? Like I just I'm trying to wrap my head a little bit around it. Like what like what is the what he receives the, must be given, returned, back. yeah. Again. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I, I just <laughs> it was very weird. The vibes were definitely weird for that whole scene. Um <laughs> and I got very like <laughs> I got very weird, like. <laughs> like take my wife Vibes uh, <laughs> from this from uh, Joel Edgerton. Like, and I was like, what the hell is happening here? Like like I was kind of like I mean I, I ultimately you know she like Caleb said, she proves that he's you know he's not a knight. he's not honorable, you know, whatever. But I'm also just trying to understand like who these people are and like what the hell is going on with with the, uh, with the guy. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was probably the most interesting of the little interludes he has um, by far. Other than maybe Barry Kagan at the beginning, but that's just because Barry Kagan is Barry Kagan.
0: (laughs) That was interesting. What about the one with the girl in the house and the the head in the pond? That stick with you at all? Not really. And I think <laughs>
1: David Lowry's good with dialogue. And I think you can tell that even through the filter of this uh you know King Arthur time period. Uh and there was there was more talking in you know in in that ending house. And I thought that that helped. Um, not because the the quieter scenes weren't good, but I think just Lowry's really good at at making smart, simultaneously smart and authentic dialogue. And I just I like how how everybody's talking to each other, same with the Barry the Barry scene. Um, that I don't know just just to hear them speak really uh, really brought me back and, and gave me some more energy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, it comes. Go ahead, Eric. Oh no, no. <laughs> no, I, I was just, I, I, I want, I'm just, I wanted to say something because I actually wanted you to talk, um, and kind of respond to this. I, I part of me does wonder how much the the movie struggles with this idea of uh, letting things sit. And you talked about this, Eric. You said you felt as though it doesn't necessarily let things sit long enough do you want can you like talk about that a little bit because i i kind of want to hear what you think about that because i'm kind of feeling somewhat similar and maybe if there's an Um, example i don't know if you have a scene in particular you're thinking about or just something i
2: don't know it's like it's just like a movie that's so concerned about the like about narrative and about story and about this person's Place from point A to point B. And I feel like the interludes are set up in such a way, like just frequently enough, where every time I'm in one of those scenes where I'm supposed to just sit there, I was sort of like, well, another, like another, um, like another plot point is about to come up. (laughs) Like I'm just sitting here waiting for it in in a way that like, like said, it kept setting up the expectation while also like sort of to me, at least, ostentatiously, ostentatiously trying to feel like it was being very like moody. I, I mean, I think that also comes down to the fact that I don't think I was as taken aesthetically with this as I think both of you, which I think is a pretty big prerequisite for something like this. Because, like, like I mean, I mean, the big thing with the digital is that it felt like it was trying to, it was like being ostentatious, like, like the artificiality of it is like feeds into the fact that I could I felt like I
0: couldn't sit with it do you believe then I mean did I'm guessing did scenes such as for instance the the psychedelics and um did they just like not impact you as much because you believed that it was just you like you were kind of expecting the next plot point to come up so you weren't able to kind of you know sit with it like
2: yeah sort of it was like I didn't I didn't like dislike them. I was just sort of neutral, I guess. Not in the way that I feel like I was supposed to feel. Like, I, I feel like I, it would have been really enhanced if the movie were, felt more authentically like moody and more authentically anxious to me. And I, I definitely didn't get that. That could have also been me wanting this movie to be something it's absolutely
0: not. I don't think your criticism criticism is wrong. I don't think I mean you're allowed to feel that way, and I don't. It's also pretty wishy-washy criticism, but I. It's it's,
2: but but it's not.
0: I, I do think there's something to be said about that kind of that overarching mood or vibe, and you know, for a movie that is very slow but also very kind of separable by like specific moments. Um, I can understand what you're saying.
2: Um, I feel like I I wanted to like sit in the world and there were just all these factors that felt like they're preventing me from doing so, whether it was the fact that it like it felt to me at its core, a movie that still felt very concerned about its plot, like, like very, very concerned about its plot and the plot points along the way. Like Caleb mentioned, this is like a very like, like a sort of like a journey movie and sort of like a movie concerned about myth, uh, or whether it was because some of the technical aspects that were like, it sounds pretentious to say the technical aspects are bothering me, but like, like technical aspects preventing me from being able to fully like immerse myself. Like I just wasn't able to.
0: How'd you feel about the, um, the scene where he was tied to the tree and then the camera does that 360 pan to, I guess it's not really a pan, but that 360 rotation to see him as a skeleton and then back as a another 360 back as a human. How did you feel about that? Is that an example hot. of like not working for you? Oh,
2: shit. Oh, th- oh, I just said
0: hot. <laughs> <laughs> did that work for you or did it not? You're like, eh. it's fine. Caleb, you did smiled you when I said that. Did that. Was that something that you liked? Um, I like the thematics of it. I actually, I really
1: generally don't like uh, long pans because I think it just tends to make the screen kind of blurry. just, whenever it's done, but that was not his destiny. That was not how he was going to die. And I, so he didn't. Uh, It was pretty simple, but again, kind of beautiful.
0: There, I mean, there were a lot of, the way this was filmed, you know, I don't know if this is, I don't know if it's just more that technical glossiness for you, Eric, or if it's also some of the like, just long shots of like, just staring at nature. There's a lot of like times where it's just like, camera's just there and it's just like you're just looking at like you know the atmosphere around um one this is a very small and maybe not even completely what you're talking about but one like example of kind of like being able to sit in a moment and just kind of be there was honestly pretty early on at the beginning when he's riding on the horse out of town i just love that like it was just like very long like just like him like with the children coming and then like the camera never cuts and it's just him keep going, keep going. It's like growing in the distance behind them. I don't know. But like, to me, I really liked when it was like very like, it was almost like, like hypnotizing to me. It was just like, I was like, literally just like, like it didn't, it like kind of really took me in. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wonder what this would be like had it been even a little bit more slow like maybe not slower but a little bit more drawn out a little bit honestly a little bit longer personally um that might be a hot take um but I also felt a weird like kind of like jumping from scene to scene in terms of plot rather than a really really nice fluidity that i get in films like stalker which are very much a feel movie but also very i think fluid maybe i'm alone in that assessment but i did also i guess i'm a little bit in between well i don't necessarily know caleb's opinion on this but i guess i kind of see what you're saying eric and maybe it's a little bit different from what i'm saying but definitely did feel like it was both slow, but then kind of jumpy to different, like the next scene, the next scene. I I don't know. I don't necessarily know what I would change or whatnot, but that is something that I felt. I don't know. Does that make sense? Is that, am, I, am I confusing? No. You guys have any opinions? It makes sense. It? I just, yeah. Yeah. I, I,
1: wasn't, I wasn't bothered by that.
0: Was there anything that you weren't a fan of, Caleb? I'm just, I'm curious if there was anything that kind of stood out to you. as was like, ah, don't really.
1: Uh, it was just the beginning. It just took me, a, it took me a while to get into it. Um, yeah, everything before he left, not everything, but a lot of stuff before he went on to his journey. I just didn't really, I wasn't invested yet. Um, and then even the beginning of the journey, wasn't the most interesting but it just I don't know, it just kept getting better um and i i actually wasn't super taken with the visuals either i think i'm i'm in between you guys on how i appreciate the visuals but i i definitely wasn't distracted by them either they were nice um good i don't
2: dislike the visuals i just feel like that's something that could have been change that would have maybe allowed me to appreciate it more. I feel like up until like I feel like I kept wanting to feel the emotions of what like whatever his quest for honor his like trepidation about this journey he's going on where he's probably going to die at the end and I, I don't think I got I, I don't think I really started feel feeling of that until the end when plot started happening So my appreciation of a lot of the stuff before, say, he reaches the, like, random palace in the middle of the the woods was more, like, cool. Like, it's thinking about these things more than anything else.
1: I think my turning point for that true appreciation was when he comes across those giant beings and asks Mm -hmm. for a ride on their shoulder. Like, that. I think that was the scene that really incredible sold scene. me and it didn't even sell me toward until the end of the scene first yeah. i was like yeah this is i don't know but but by the end i was like yeah that's that's all right that's all <laughs> right
0: that's all right um and, and then the fox uh <laughs> the little fox Yeah, the
1: fox the just end. reminded me of a dog like i feel like it was like a dog wearing those cgi i got cgi costume you know how, like, Planet, <laughs> Planet of the Apes, they have those, like... Yeah. They got Andy Serkis in that costume. It was, like, a dog in a CGI costume, and then they turned I, into a fox.
0: I really liked all the... even There's just so much to think about in this film, and so much to, like, just, like, take in. Like, the fox as, as itself. Like, the... And then, like, I loved how... And then the... I'm just going to refer to it as the montage, the future sequence. I loved all the little... the. Uh, it's, it's just towards the end of it there was like that very sinister painting of that fox and there's like there's just all the all these like crazy i don't know like connecting points and the, it just felt so otherworldly very myth you know myth uh myth thought that's what i'm looking for mythological mythological yeah it felt just very <laughs> surreal i don't know it's just crazy like um it's just, yeah, I don't know. I loved it. Um, yeah, I was looking real quick. I was just curious. Um, not that we don't have to be done discussing the movie, um, but a ghost story, um, when it was released, or total, made about $1.9 million the box office for a budget of 100000 which, wow, that seems very cheap to make a movie. $100,000? Like, that's pretty crazy. Meanwhile, the green knight. Do you guys know what the budget was? If you had a guess, six Eric, I was gonna uh, say 10.
1: I have like six dollars now. Oh, time <laughs> had real. Budget yeah,
0: what do, you, what do you think the green knight budget was? No mm-hmm. story was a hundred thousand, 10 to 20 mil,
2: somewhere in that range. Yeah, definitely.
0: There probably eighteen. It's fifteen million dollars. Okay. So, um, you know, I can understand that, especially with how much digital, you know, uh, like production, uh, and currently it's grossed eight point three million. Um, I wonder if do you think is it done? The, the film's going to like make money, right? Hmm probably not i'm i'm um, really that surprises me with how well advertised the movie was i don't think any movies are making money right now i mean that's fair i'm just i'm, I'm although kinda... my
2: my screening was a matinee showing on a on a sunday and it was sold out every single what? seat was spilled
0: yeah and i mean obviously i don't want to like give to you know like i don't want to talk you know talk numbers too much i'm no expert in it but i mean today and yesterday or sorry the last two days granted it wasn't monday tuesday was not very good for it and it's only ranked it's ranked fourth consistently at the box office um and i'm very surprised by that it seems i I don't know i i mean are you at all surprised that it's not like extremely like a a sought after movie you don't think you don't think it's just vibes with everyone I, really no, I don't think them... it appeals
1: to a wide audience in the first place. And the...
2: it has like what a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah. And I don't
1: think the audience reaction has been,
0: I definitely great. agree that it's like one of those things where it's like, it's definitely not going to draw nearly amount as like, like mouth to, or, you know, word, whatever. I don't know what the hell the phrase is. Um, it, I've seen a lot of, and maybe this is, I don't know if there's a similar sentiment with the ghost story. Um I've just seen a lot of people disappointed in it because they expected something a lot different. especially some lot more, more action, more I'm sure. Actiony action. I mean, they expected a, you know, Lord of the Rings part, you know, four, I guess, you know. So it's like, I'm so glad it was not an action heavy movie. And I didn't necessarily think it was going to be from the trailer either because there was literally no action in the trailer uh, besides one moment and there was essentially no action in the entire movie which is great honestly if i have to say i don't action to me in a movie like this would just be a crutch um so you know i kind of feel bad for uh for david lowry um but i guess the people who will appreciate it appreciated it at the end of the day you know and that's you with a four and a half star rating I'm not gonna spoil. You don't know what it is. I <laughs> don't know what it is. What are you rating it, huh? You wanna say since you think you know mine? I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I think yours is four stars. Oh well, maybe three and a half. Maybe three and a half. Three and a half, four. I don't know. Somewhere there. One of those two. Interesting guess. Um, I guess. The only way the audience will ever know is by going to uh, it.com and then clicking on the <laughs> little letterbox uh, logos under each of our names and seeing uh, what our ratings were. Uh, yeah, if you don't know, it.com has all your lo- youlovetoseeit uh, 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 needs, uh, content, uh, merchandise coming soon. Um, uh, <laughs> Caleb's going to sign some stuff uh, <laughs> he's going we to don't, we don't know what he's going to sign a um, a copy of The Nest movie and uh, put that up on the site uh, going to write I'm sure. a nice little note about the movie <laughs> underneath my signature <laughs> I think it'll be praise it'll be high praise well uh, yeah any other final thoughts on The Green Knight to, to leave our to end our journey um, here. I think we can only hope to end our podcast as perfectly as David Lowry ended the Green Knight. Wow! Wow! We need a montage of our futures, like uh, our scenes of like uh, what we're gonna be like in like sixty years and how each of our heads get cut off. You know, maybe metaphorically speaking. Uh, hopefully, not literally. He did not
2: last sixty years.
0: <laughs> he definitely did not last sixty years. Maybe like, he
2: lasted max twenty years. Twenty years. <laughs> 20
0: years? Twenty years, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And then he had his head cut off. You know that—that's what waits for for us all.
1: Montage.
0: Wow, there was a—I mean, there was a cut mark, right? I mean, there's no a head can't just fall off. You know,
1: Mm. would that be the most
0: uh, far fetched thing in (laughs) (laughs) in that movie? Probably not probably not but it would be uh you know i would i would be upset if if if, if, if there was no cut i don't know what that even looked like just like skin all the way just like a stump i'll show you next time i see him. all right well that'll be very soon so well we thank you for joining us this time and next week we're going to be reviewing eric's possibly new favorite movie um <laughs> is it annette right Annette. yeah um, I Caleb. feel like I talk about
2: it every week
0: so Every week, every week Well, we will finally get to it And uh, it's going to be Caleb's best favorite movie of the year I guarantee it uh, But until then We'll see you next time